Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another segment of Broadcast and Politics with Mark Valsone and Cisco Acosta. How are you, audience? Are you ready for another exciting program tonight? We have a medical doctor available. His name is David B. Samadhi. He's an MD, oncology, urology expert, and robotic surgeon. He's the director of men's health at St. Francis Hospital in Roxbury, Rockland, New York. Let's bring him in. Um, I'm just going to give him a call right now and have him come in. It's um, it's great. It's a great Thursday night. How are all those patriots enjoying this Thursday night in the greatest country in the world? Welcome to the uh, broadcast in politics with um, Mark Falzone and, and Cisco Acosta. How are you? I know you're. Um, I know you're international. You're great. out of the country. Yes, so. that's okay. Not a problem. <laughs> well, we're definitely uh, excited that you're on on the program tonight. And um, I just gave a, a brief description of your uh, impressive resume. Um, but if you can add more to it, I just basically given that you're an expert, robotic surgeon, oncology sure. expert at St. Francis Hospital in Rockland, New York, uh, in Long yeah. Island. In Long Island. <laughs> yeah, we have a big center in Manhattan, but I do all the surgeries in Long Island. Long Island, I'm, I'm a boutique five-star hospital. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a New York kid, so it's. Uh, well, I'm glad uh, you're in Austin, Texas, and not in New York. This place <laughs> is a disaster right now. Really. Definitely, but um, so I wanted to touch base on on this whole situation um, with um, what the president has said that you know in regards to the pandemic, how we handled the pandemic. In your estimation, um, based on everything that has happened within the past six months, what's your assessment uh, in regards to the type of um, evaluation? Response? Response and compared, yeah, co- compared to other countries like uh, Sweden, um, China. Um, so you know, in, in, in a slight comparison, if you can give us a, your a, a sure. assessment. It's another problem. Hmm? Are we live? Yes, we are. We are on the air. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's great to be with you. And uh, my, you yeah. know, as you know, my background is in robotic surgery and. Prostate cancer. We've had the fortune uh, uh, that we had so many people from actually your area that have come to New York, and uh, I've taken care of them. Uh, when it comes to this pandemic, the president has done an amazing, amazing job. And the reason why I say this is not because I like him, but there has never been that in the history of medicine that I know of that there has been any president that has been able to bring in the private sector, the public sector. And overnight, turn these factories into like creating, uh, making ventilators to put medications like hydroxychloroquine through the mm-hmm. clinical trials, approve all these remdesivir. Oh, so many things that he's done. You know, the list goes on and on. But the bottom line is, uh, if you look at the death per million compared to many European countries, U.S. is actually doing quite well. What's interesting about this? Uh, the final question that you have, comparing us, for example, to Sweden, 
and I wrote an article on Newsmax about this. Sweden mm-hmm. decided not to go for lockdown. Um, they took a lot of heat from all over the world. Their, right. their doctors took a lot of abuse because they went against what Fauci was kept playing the drum. And at the end, even though they lost a few more people, uh, the advantage was that their economy was saved. And all these complications that we're having from the lockdown, suicide, opioid abuse, child abuse, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, right. uh, cancer patients that were not able to go to the hospital, lack of chemotherapy, radiations, and so many other complications that came as a result of this. They didn't have to deal with it. So at the end, they came ahead of us, and they managed this better. And what that tells you is that if I had to give an advice to the president today, is look for other doctors, bring in other brains. Uh, he just left actually join his team, which I, I like a lot. I respect him. And, you know, in this country, we have hundreds, if not thousands, of the smartest brains in the world. And right. that's what we need. We, we just can't put it in faith of 330 million people in one doctor. And, you know, there has been a lot of mishaps, miscommunications, mistakes. That is devastating, and and but you know we're we are, in my opinion, the pandemic has come to close to the end. Right. What is happening now? It's not the number of cases because the media is creating hysteria. They run with like, oh my god, factor. Look at like Florida. Look at like Arizona. They keep like repeating this over and over and create panic. The numbers are going to go up because people are out there who are testing. Um, the virus is not going to go away, but the bottom line is the death rate is flat and is going right. down. And so the, in March and April was the peak of this pandemic, and now the curve is way, way, way down. And this is when they're playing the drum of mandating masks. I mean, you have like uh, Vice President Biden and the new star, uh, Kamala Harris, comes, mandate masks. Based on what? What data? Where is the science? So... Um, I think at the end we'll be fine. And I, I believe the president has done uh, really a great job. The travel ban saved hundreds of thousands of Americans out there. And right. just doesn't get credit for this kind of things. And I, and, I, and I think you brought up a great point in regards to how many doctors, exceptional doctors like yourself, and the frontline do- doctors like Selena, um, Selena Gold, and the doctors that were brave and they stood in front of uh, – I think it was the Department of Justice or the Supreme Court, and, and gave an explanation of what was going on, that the country of 330 million cannot depend on Dr. Fauci and, and Dr. Birks, yeah. uh, who are not even practicing doctors like yourself. They haven't, touched, they haven't touched any medical equipment. They have become more of a political po- politicians instead yeah. of real doctors like yourself. Well, you know, you have to understand that, you know, as a physician, I always uh, spoke very highly of Dr. Fauci, but it started to bother me when I saw in the middle of the pandemic, he's posing for a cover of magazine. He's taking every interview that anybody will offer him. He's talking to Julia Roberts. He's like looking for this celebrity factor in the middle of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Either people are or people are not dying. If people are dying, then this is not the time to become famous. This is not the time to be cute. So, you know, this started to really bother me when 
you know, he says one thing during the uh, task force and then goes to CNN and starts saying, like, completely opposite things. And then that's when I kind of like, knew that you're right, that there, he's more of a politician than a medical physician. Uh, medical physician. Now, in regards to the different types, uh, we've had a, a inconsistency from the very beginning from the, from the WHO and from CDC in regards to it, it, are the masks, should they wear masks? Should we wear masks? No. Should we have this test? There hasn't been a really consistent measurement of what needs to be done. Every every couple of days, something changes in regards to what needs to be done. Uh, so my question to you, you want to know the truth? I'm losing you. You know, we're censored because we're, we're putting like a lot of facts and science. Uh, you know, a lot of these masks also make you feel good type of attitude. You know, it's better than nothing. But the question is whether this is really like helping you or preventing the virus from getting to you. Uh, you know, and, and not too many people out there are wearing these like, like heavy-duty N95 fitted ones. And when it is, you can't even breathe. It's so hard to breathe through this mask. It's right. 96 degrees out there. It's so humid. You, you know, you wear this for like 20, 30 minutes. You cannot breathe. And as a surgeon, I'm telling you. So a lot of people are either wearing these cloth masks or they're wearing these surgical masks. And a lot of times, like, they may or may not be even helpful. So we, we, we're kind of going through the motion right now. And it's like, like kind of like carrying people like like a group of people here. Here's a mask, everybody. And then they come the first day. This new vice president and the, the, the new candidate man, asking for ma- mandate for a mask for the next three months. It's yes. just unbelievable. So we didn't have the mandate for mask in February or March when it was like the midst of crisis and people were dying. Now that the curve is way way down and the number of deaths is way down mandate the mask. So it, nothing makes sense anymore, unfortunately. Right. So so where I was going at with, with the inconsistency from, from these major organizations like the CDC and the WHO and the NIH, uh, what's the difference in regards to the antibody tests? How do they differ from the diagnostic tests for COVID? Well, the PCR test is actually looks for the fragments and the RNA. So if you have the virus in your system, they basically take the piece of like the mucus and they test it to see if you have the virus. The blood test that you're talking about, the serum test, is to look for antibodies. And there's like like IgG and IgM, depending on you know whether it's a short-term coverage or the long-term coverage. So these are you know one is for diagnosis. Do you have an active disease right now, or did you have it before and you may have no symptoms and you recover? The bigger question is, should everybody get tested? And the media has been talking about testing, 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 ventilator, ventilator, ventilator. Where is our testing and why is it taking so long? And I think that if you are asymptomatic and you have no fever, chills, no symptoms, testing all these people, it's not going to add much except it's just going to like increase the number of cases and create more uh, hysteria. Um, people under age of 65 are not, the rate of death is extremely low. This virus goes after people over 65, 
with diabetes, with obesity, with high blood pressure. We need to protect our nursing home. We need to protect that group of people that this virus is targeting. And the rest of the people, you know, you want to do social distancing, fine. You want to wear your mask, perfect. Go back to work. We need to open up our schools. We, know we need to open right. up our economy. We need to open up America. And, and, and as we've seen in, in different parts of the world, uh, I, and I'll give you an example. I have friends in Australia. Uh, they, the death rate in Australia is about 300 individuals have died, but the number of, of suicides in Australia is 1,200 so far. Yes. So it's creating a, a, a huge mental uh, Correct. issue. Correct. And, and, and I don't think we are realizing so far, I have not heard too many individuals in the media or in, in politics or even in the medical field talking yes. about it. I have. I have. I have been, and I even even posted something on Twitter again today. You can see it, Dr. Oh, oh, David oh, Samadhi. Oh. I have. And I said that the complication from the la- lockdown outweighs the benefit of it. And now that issue is becoming much worse than the virus itself. So in America, we need to concentrate on many different public health. You can't just like stay focused on Corona and make this into like the biggest like like a nuclear crisis that we have, and forget about everything else that's going on. We have right. six hundred thousand deaths from cancer patients in America. People right. are we're not getting their chemotherapy. They were not going for their screening. Ninety percent of screening tests were down during this. So no mammograms, no colonoscopy, no PSA tests, no Pap smears. And what, what do you think is going to happen? Six months after this pandemic, you're going to have stage three, stage four cancers coming out. People were not able to get their chemotherapy and on and on. So the opioid use has gone up by 600%. And so it's devastating. And the effect of this and the death factor from that is by far much bigger than what's in front of us with COVID. These numbers that also they're talking about, 160,000, which is growing every day, you know, it's a mixed bag of people who have either died with it or died <laughs> from it. And, yeah, yeah. you know, there was also every day I get hundreds of emails about people who uh, never got tested. They got a letter that they mm-hmm. have a positive test exactly. or their family member died from, like, some heart attack or other issues. And, and the death certificate says COVID. So, yes. this is, unfortunately, there's a lot of mixed bag of things, and these numbers are not very accurate. Yes, that that, that was, I was I was just going there. You 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 read my mind because uh, these numbers are so inflated with so many different cases of individuals that are actually not dying from from COVID. They're dying from other, you know, infectious diseases or or, or any you know or automobile accidents or heart attack or stroke exactly. or yeah bleeding or whatever the other issues are that have nothing to do with COVID. Somebody is suffocated outside, they come to the hospital and they die, and they may get a test that may even may show positive COVID. They didn't die from COVID. They died from, like, like you know, some other reasons. So you're right. These are not very accurate numbers. Yeah. And so, but, well, look, the president had to count on what the, the cards that were handed to him. But at, at, when, every time he was at the fork, he made big, big decisions and there's always, like, history would look back and say, oh, we should have and we could have and other things. But overall, you know, going from those models of losing 2 million Americans, remember? And then the Surgeon General that was talking about 
This week is going to be our Pearl Harbor and 9-11. 240,000 Americans are going to be dead this week. Seriously? And none of that, those models were correct. So um, he, well, has, he has managed the, po- the politics and the attacks about this virus is what's draining everyone's energy and system. If they leave the medicine, like the way you're taking care of a patient, if right. you treat this as like you're treating the patient, this is not so difficult. But the politics of back and forth and punching each other and these reporters, you call it the Chinese virus. Well, the name of the virus is from the origin of where the hell this damn thing came from. So if it's uh, from Middle East, they call it MERS. If it's from China, they can call it Chinese virus. Why the hell do they care so much about what you call it if people were dying? So the politics of this virus was a nightmare, in my opinion. And it drained everyone's like, you know, energy instead of focusing on the damn virus. It's a coronavirus, for crying out loud. We've, yeah. we've known about coronavirus. We've dealt with this kind of virus, and much worse than this. But it's the election time, it's the politics time, and, and everything is exaggerated. No, definitely, definitely. I think, and I and I think it's 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 one sided because, in 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 the home, in my home state of New York, uh, the governor Governor Cuomo, you know, he 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 has not responded really, and he has not been attacked the way the president has been attacked in regards to all the individuals that died in the in the nursing homes where they basically he gave an executive order and 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 allow that to happen i haven't seen too many attacks yeah. uh, well I, I i won't make too many comments about that but uh, no, I, 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 I understand i, I understand. still live here and uh, uh i agree with you and I, you know new york has a lot of its own issue if you look at the video that i posted the other day which went viral you can see empty streets. The crime is up. I can go on and on about New York, but the best thing is not to talk about New York. Right no, now. I, 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 I won't put you in that spot. But <laughs> I could, I could because uh, I, I, but I have, I have family over there too. So I, I, I understand. Now, um, in regards to, in regards to the other countries, uh, where do you see? countries like Australia and New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand just came out today, the prime minister, that there's going to be a mandatory quarantine uh, in, in New Zealand. Now, New Zealand was basically a country that we were looking at as a mo- also like Sweden, as a model to look, look at. And, and now they're going into mandatory quarantine for every citizen in New Zealand. Well, I think it's going to hurt them. I think it's going to affect their economy. I think when you don't have uh, the travels, you don't have the medical tourism, you don't have uh... Hello? We may be having some technical difficulties, uh, our um, listening audience. Uh, Just, just, he is... The number of lives lost as yeah. a result of like not having your uh, based on wrong data and wrong information, unfortunately. Right, right. Yes, it's definitely. And um, I, I know you're um, you're out of the country. Uh, do, how how was because I haven't flown in a while. How was your flight? 
Um, the flights are safe. Um, uh, you know, they, they they want you to wear a mask, but right. the airports are empty and it, there's no traffic. And it's actually, it's like uh, going back to 1960s traveling at that time. There's no wow. line. You come to the custom and you just basically you're the only one in line. Uh, it, it's uh, welcome to America in 1962. Wow. Wow. That's so what it's, it feels like. It's yeah. a very eerie, eerie feeling. Eerie feeling, huh? Well, my gut feeling is that we, we will come back. I mean, you know, this is America. We will lead as we have and we will get through. Other countries will follow our lead. Our healthcare system is one of the best in the world. I have yes. traveled many different parts of this uh, world and I've done surgeries in over 20, 30 different countries. Um, we have some of the best doctors, nurses, physician assistants, and we will get through this. I think it's just a matter of politics until it's done and then we'll be, we'll be done with this. There will be two or three different form of va- vaccines that will come in the next two, three months. Yeah, people have the choice if they want to take it or not. Uh, this country is always about the choice, not a mandate. So they have to look and see what the side effect, what profile, how effective it is, and they make their own decisions. And life goes on. What the lesson learned is, not trust a lot of countries like China. We cannot depend on on their, our healthcare. We have to bring our antibiotics. We need to manufacture our equipment, the technology, everything has to come back to this country and not depend on these people over there. That's the biggest lesson. Yeah, yeah. That 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 to me to me I think that's one of the things we have to bring back the 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 technology, I mean the medication and all that production back here. Um but I, I was gonna just bring up in regards to Russia had made an announcement that they will be um, vaccinating everyone starting in September, uh, and it would be mandatory. So we are seeing some countries that are actually going towards the mandatory. Do you see uh, if the elections go differently that we may be reports to? Uh, well, the Americans are not going to uh, – I don't think they're going to follow that. I, I really don't think that uh, mandatory vaccine in America is going to work. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. And uh, hopefully the election will go the right direction. Definitely, definitely. Well, I appreciate the, 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 the time. Definitely, uh, definitely. And I appreciate look forward it. to speaking to you more in the next oh, uh, coming de- weeks. Definitely. I appreciate Have a great, great trip Thank back you. to Thank you. Thanks America. very much. Okay. Well, bye-bye. Bye. That was Dr. Samadhi, uh, urology uh, oncology expert, uh, and robotic surgeon and director of men's health at St. Francis Hospital in Roslyn, New York, in good old Long Island. So uh, I tell you, it's definitely, definitely going to be uh, a very, very interesting next couple of months. As Dr. Samadhi, who's a world-renowned, world-renowned doctor, um, and and he just gave a breakdown of what we've been saying on this show that there there is a hysteria that is being created at all levels because it has come down to politics you know it we didn't see this hysteria in 2009 we didn't see this hysteria in 2014 
Um, but we are seeing this hysteria in 2020. Uh, you know, and, and, and the numbers, the numbers in those years were as bad or worse. You know, we had 60 million people who tested positive, 60 million, okay? And did we shut down the country? There was no lockdown. There was nothing. It was just, we basically went and did our, our, our things on a regular, regular day, a regular basis. So I look at this as a learning experience, and not just for me, for, but for the whole country and the whole world. But what's alarming is what's happening in Australia, what's happening in New Zealand, Countries that were basically, I looked up, I looked at them as role models for how they would basically function in 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 a in an economy that you know has been shut down, has been shut down by this pandemic. So I. As Dr. Samadhi had said, the world-renowned doctor, a political game here. And the individuals are the ones that are getting hurt. The number of suicides, the number of mental issues that are being impacted is outrageous. I gave you the numbers from, from Australia. Australia has had... Only 300 people who have died. They have, had, they have more individuals committing suicide because of the isolation, staying home, mental issues, anxiety, depression. Okay? So the, the, that's causing more of an issue than the actual virus. So Dr. Samadhi actually, you know, brought up a, a very good point that he finally, he, he's one of the very few who went ahead and started talking about the mental issues that are being caused by this whole hysteria and fear. And unless we get a grip of this, this is not going to end well. So I just think that we, we need to look at this uh, as something that we can, we can focus on. And 724-2221, uh, you're on the line. Yes, sir. It's uh, Mike and Charlotte. Are we talking about the pandemic here? Yes, we are. How are you? We just had Dr. David B. Samadhi. Uh, he had to leave, but uh, we, we spent about 25 minutes. What is your question? Well, it's more of a question and comment. So whether you okay, know, people think, well, if you think China intentionally started this or you don't, that, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to get into that. But I'm just looking okay. at the long-term uh, ram- ramifications in 10, 15 years, there could be because of this virus, 
a balance of power shift towards China and Russia. Um, right. Basically, my theory is those two countries can control their populations um, as far as keeping them inside, keeping down the flu. You know, unfortunately, they do it the wrong way, you know, by intimidation. Um, but those countries, right. but here in the United States, um, people just won't go for that. Um, right. You know, people can't be kept in. They, they're going to go out and do their thing. If, if the U.S., the government, ever tried to, like, enforce it, like, really, really enforce it like some of those other countries, um, it would be total chaos. So, you know, you're just looking at 10, you know, 15 years down the road. Is this going to be um, the coronavirus? Is this going to be the only virus that comes? Is this, or is there going to be another one that comes that's potentially even worse? Um, right. I just think it gave China especially kind of a window here to, to see how, um, you know, they can change the power. You know, obviously now they were doing a lot of things um, uh, by, you know, uh, the Philippines, a lot of islands. They're building islands out there for bases. Right. And people have totally forgot about that. Now it's, it's nothing we were going to try to stop it or any other country because this virus has taken over everyone's attention. So I just like your right. opinion on 10 years down, 15 years down the road is, are we going to see a balance of power um, where China is the superpower and the United States because of this virus um, is really struggling to keep up with them? Well, I, I believe, I believe that China is going to take a, a huge hit in regards to the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, that, that came out of Wuhan province. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, there's companies that are leaving uh, China. The production, that, you know, China has risen to a, a, a high level of power economically, and fin I mean, financially, militarily. But I think the, the, that came from all these companies basing their production in China. And the Jap Japanese government has offered all their companies that were based in China Two billion yen, which is, you know, a, a lot of money to leave China, and they're starting to do that. U.S. companies are starting to leave. European companies are starting to leave. So that money, that power, financial economic power that they had, they're going to lose big time. So I think overall, we're still going to have, we're going to still be number one powerhouse, uh, power country in the world we're still going to maintain that power china will still continue to be i would say number two or number three uh military you know i'm not impressed with the chinese the military because if they cannot handle the indian military and they've just been having some skirmishes uh on the chinese indian border they could not be able to they would not be able to handle the u.s military at all uh so i think overall to answer your question the Chinese military and the Chinese government and the Chinese economy is still 30 or 40 years before they can become really a superpower. Okay, that caller, um, I think I answered his question. <laughs> and, uh, or he was not satisfied with the answer. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. You know, uh, 
sometimes callers may call in and they may not enjoy my response, my 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 um my answer. But anyway, to continue on this um Thursday evening with um broadcasting politics here and I'm glad we had Dr. Somadi here. Uh, I think uh he's going to come back and and he apologized for uh he was out he had to go out of the country and and like you said he he was he was at the airport and he was he was the only one at the at the counter. I mean and he and there was only four people on the plane and he's out out of the country and uh so it's 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 definitely he he brought a, he made a, an interesting point that he felt like he was at, at at the airport, like if he was in, 19, in 1960, it was so empty. Uh, so, but we, you know, we, we will see our airports and our uh, economy come back. And uh, I think the world economy, it's, 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 it's not just the U.S. economy. The world economy is hurting. Uh, so we, 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 have to maintain, um, be positive and, and have that, you know, that continue believe that we're going to get through this, and we will. Um, but I wanted to touch on uh, other subjects in regards to the, the, as a matter of fact, the world economy. So we have the, the, the stock market that uh, it continues to do well. Um, we, we have um, the job growth. I mean, last week I think it was 1.5 million people were, were back on the um, collecting unemployment. But I think the you know uh, the, the the executive order that was signed last week, and you know, there's been a lot of criticism, and there's been a lot of uh, uh, pointing the finger at, at each of the parties in regards to why that uh, the money was not enough money was given back to individuals. Uh, but you know you have to go ahead and give credit what credit is due. I mean, individuals were were facing eviction. Uh, executive order was passed, so those evictions will not happen. Um, extension of the unemployment, you know, even though it was not six hundred dollars, it was three hundred dollars. So those things, I think, are going to help. Individuals that were in need, and and uh, but you know there's always uh, there's always going to be criticism from one one side of uh, of the aisle um, because that seems to be the norm. You know, it's uh, never never happy with what someone does. You know, there has to be some form of criticism. And but overall, I think overall we're doing a hell of a lot better than other countries uh, when it comes to how we have handled this situation. Could have we handled it better? There's always room for improvement. You know, um, nothing that gets done is totally perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. Okay. I don't care it tells you that there is perfection. Perfection. Uh, the way we are, especially we're going into September and October, and then the elections in November. Um, I think the key to to the election this year is going to be: Are we going to have debates? Are they going to be live debates, or are they going to be virtual debates? Okay, but I think overall, if 
we have to have debates. And debates can be, the technology is out there so we can have debates, okay? So there's no excuse. I mean, if they can hold the NFL draft, a virtual NFL draft, then we can have a, a virtual debate between the two candidates, the two uh, candidates for the presidency and the two candidates for, for, for the VP. So I don't, and I will not accept that there, there should not be any debates because of the pandemic. That's utterly, utterly BS. Um, so virtually, it needs to happen. I think it would be a terrible, terrible tragedy that there's no debate. It would basically lead to, to something that will not, be replaceable. I mean, in the future, you know, if this becomes the norm, so we can't allow that to, to start. We need to have that, that debate that we as Americans, we look forward to every four years or every two years when, when the Congress gets reelected. So, and I think, I think again, the, the elections are going to be, um, the campaign is going to be totally different too. So many things have changed in the last six months. I mean, we've gone from a world where interaction and human contact was natural. It was automatic without any hesitation to a world now where we are apart, distance apart from each other. There's no human touch. And that is has has had dramatic, drastic um, dramatic impact mentally, emotionally, physically, and then to on top of that, to have to have had this happen on a year of elections. You know, we're the, we're going to nominate the next. It's been an amazing, amazing, but very, very challenging experience. All right, back. Apologize, we just took a little intermission there, a little break, but. Getting back to what I was talking, we have the elections coming up in November, and it's going to be uh, really, the next couple of months, it's going to be really, really uh, back and forth, back and forth, attacks. Uh, it's going to get nasty, totally nasty. But I believe that at the end, the American people will make the right decision, uh, the right decision to for the next four years, and 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 even, you know, America is such a powerful, powerful country. The people are very, very mentally strong, and we will, we can get through anything. You know, we have overcome nine eleven, which was such a, a tra- tragedy to the heart. 
of Americans. I mean, the destruction, Pearl Harbor, JFK, Martin Luther King. I mean, incidents that have really, really impacted the American spirit, but we still keep kept pushing ahead. So we will continue to do that. So, so this election, the election of 2020, is a very critical election. It will define what the future of America will be. And and I believe that the American people will make the right decision to to elect the individual that will lead us and will continue to lead us for the next four years. Um, there's too many, there's too much going on in, in, in the world right now. Um, and not just with the pandemic, economically. I mean, if you look at professional sports, professional sports has had a dramatic, a drastic, so many drastic changes. Having no fans in stadiums is really, really interesting, to say the least. But the amount of money that professional sports, not just in the United States, but in Europe and other parts of the world, have lost because of the global pandemic has been astronomical. I mean, totally unhurt money, money that will never be recovered. But as, I, as I've mentioned on this program, the, the new world that we're, going, we're moving towards, it's going to have dramatic and drastic changes. We're going to be living in a new world where we're going to see changes that will impact us. You know, as I mentioned to Dr. Samadhi, the, the, um, the whole situation with um, Mark, how are you? Hello? 732 Yes. Yeah. You, have a, a, you have a question for me. Dr. Samadhi is already gone. Well, I didn't. I didn't even know you were on the air. I just saw you. That's why I came on. So, I, give me a question. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I've been. Well, we we we, we had Doctor Samadi, who's who's a, a a medical doctor, a world renowned doctor, and we talked about the um, pandemic, um, the COVID, the whole isolation and and mental uh, issues that are coming up from from individuals that are basically. Um, you know, staying home and, 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 and how mentally and emotionally that's been affecting them. And it, it was a very good conversation. And he was telling, telling and I was just referring, I'm mentioning to the audience that he was at the airport and there were only four people or no, yeah, a couple of people. And then the plane, a couple of people. He felt like he was, he was going back in time. He was like, he felt like he was in the twilight zone. You know, he, uh, like you he, mean he was going, going to the airport like if he was in, 19, in the 1960s where there were not too many people in the airport. Wow. Yeah. Anything about the so, muzzles that we're wearing? 
Well, he mentioned that, you know, uh, in regards to, to the mass, that he, he felt that uh, a, a, lot, a lot of individuals, um, you know, are, have been getting sick from wearing a mask. You know, people, uh, even, even in, the health, in the health industry, healthcare industry, individuals, you know, suffer from, they suffer if they wear the mask all day, especially in, in hot temperatures like 100 degrees wearing a mask. Uh, they, they're, they're having, you know, they're having uh, medical issues. Um, and he just went on, he just went on Twitter, Dr. Samadhi, and, and indicated that uh, that's becoming another consequence of, of, the, of this whole virus and pandemic uh, effects. The impact of the pandemic has been people getting sick from wearing a mask all day. Yeah, so, some people yeah. do that. But they're yeah, afraid. Yeah. There's a, they're afraid, you know. I don't. I'll tell you, my mask is off the minute I have to put it on. You know, if I'm in a store, the minute Good I'm out, you. boy, I tear it right off. I, I, I can't. I just can't do it, you know. Um, Good for you. So... And I'm not going to buy new masks and uh, fancy masks and all that other stuff, too, in case people are doing that, you know, to make themselves look a little bit nicer or sparkly and whatever. You know, I think people yeah. are crazy. <laughs> That's yeah, all yeah. I think Well, he basically, he said that there, there's, uh, there's a lot of issues impacting uh, new medical issues that he's been alerting, alerting other medical doctors uh, in regards to, you know, the usage of, of, of a lot of these masks that are not, you know, the, the, the ones that are uh, medical surgeon, the N95 masks, you know, they, they, they all have weaknesses where they, they can they they don't they don't fully protect you from anything but they're being told by the that by the media that that will help you protect you which is not really true and he mentioned also that as long as your immune system you know if you you know in regards to maintaining that the the virus will impact individuals that have as we all know that you know that have underlying issues diabetes you know if you have diabetes that's that, right. that's going to be that's going to that's going to be an issue and he also mentioned he also mentioned that a lot of these and and he's a doctor at St. Francis Hospital He's the director of men's health at St. Francis Hospital in Roslyn, New York, which is in Long Island. Uh, and he says that his hospital is not overwhelmed. And all the hospitals that he, he has worked in Manhattan are not overwhelmed. So we're, we're hearing from a, a, a medical doctor who's on the front line this whole pandemic and he's telling on, on, on our program that the hospitals are not overwhelmed. So How about that? Huh? 
How about how about that? Yeah, that's that's. I mean, you, you're 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 hearing this from his mouth. Well, hold on a minute. Yeah. So, uh, I think I think it was great that Dr. Samadhi uh, came on the program tonight, and he he'll be back. We're gonna have him back uh, once he gets back in the once he gets back um, comes back from um, his flight. Uh, he's out of the country internationally. Uh, he, he told me that he wants to come back because there's so much more that he wants to talk about and he wants to educate uh, our audience and and, and, um, and and give them, you know, make sure, you know, he doesn't want to create panic. He wants to make sure that be- you understand. So, Dr. Okay. Uh, as, as, I was, I, as I was mentioning, Dr. Samadhi will, will, will be back on our program. Yes, well, do you have a question? You're talking to me? Hello. In regards to anything no, that just, Dr. Samadhi... Uh, this is me, Vicky. I know you came in a little later, so you didn't hear what... I didn't hear my anything interview. From, doc, from the doctor. Okay? Right. I just right. listened to you, but you, at least you told me what he was saying. Right. I wish well, I was. I didn't see you on the air early enough. Okay. <laughs> I but anyway, you're, you're, coming, you're, 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 yeah. No, you're on the air now. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, we can um, we can go over some of the, the other the other things that I I discussed with Dr. Samadhi. Um, I think he, he 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 felt his opinion is that the travel ban that was uh, imposed in February, in his opinion, in his belief. Um, it saved a lot of a lot of people, you know, the lives of a lot, you mean of, from China. A lot of people. Yes, when he when That's when the president banned the flights, so he there, now we'll, we'll see. This is a doctor that basically believes that 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 was a very good strategy of banning those flights. Absolutely. Why is Trump yeah. getting hell for it? Yeah. <laughs> no. If you yeah. want to talk political, there, you know that. I mean, yeah. well, this COVID is just driving people crazy. Masks are driving yeah. people crazy, and and people still are are think they're still afraid. My granddaughter had mm-hmm. one on. I had to sit outside with my daughter and my granddaughter. My my she's young. She's going to, to uh-huh. school to college. She's got a right. mask on. And she's got and she, but my daughter didn't. She wouldn't. They wouldn't come in my house, you know. And, and she she went off to college tonight. It's true. And I'm, I said I said Beckles. I call her. Uh, she's Rebecca. I call her Beckles. Why do you have the mask on? Well, because I got to make sure I don't get anything before I get back in school. And she'll be in a dorm, but she's not going to have anybody in the dorm. It's going to be her own. She's going to be by herself. And at first, they're going wow. to be doing uh, the online thing. Right. And here she is with this mask on. Now, is this crazy? I mean, this is a young girl. I think the college students are going to be really happy when they dorm. They're going to have the, 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 the dorm to themselves now. They're not going to be sharing a dorm. Pretty much. Some do. Yeah. Know, that, but that, uh, then they will occasionally be able to go to a and right now they're going to be doing the online stuff uh, at the school. Right. But, uh, right. you know, it's a good college. And 
it, but it's just crazy. You know, it's just crazy when you see when you see a young girl, and there I am, the old one, as I say, and my daughter sitting next to me. When she's with the mask on, and I don't, and my daughter doesn't, it's like ridiculous. It's like I felt like saying, "Will you take that damn thing off?" You know. She gave me a hug. You know, but she didn't social distance. You know, it's like it's just crazy. See, that thing don't work anyway. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, like I said, Dr. Samadhi basically said that a lot of these masks do not work. They're, they they don't they don't they don't do what they're supposed to be doing, and they're basically more people are getting sick from wearing these masks. So it's well, especially um, that go into a, what the people that go into Shoprite <laughs> and they have yes. to do grocery shopping. And keep that mask on. They, they're they're yeah. suffocating in there. That's what they're doing. They, they really are. They're yes. suffocating in there. Well, he he brought up and, especially uh, if you're enduring, if, especially if you're enduring, uh, you know, seventy degrees, a hundred degrees during the whole day. That's gonna, you know, you cannot breathe. You're, you're as a matter of fact, you're swallowing your own CO two if you wear it all day. Right. You know, and 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 this is coming. You know, this is coming. This is coming from from a, a medical doctor, and he's just not a medical doctor. He's a world-renowned doctor, and uh, so I think that 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 was a very very interesting interview that I had with him. And uh, you you can always listen to it on on the podcast and 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 return it. But I want to ask you in in regards to your your experience. Uh, do you see that people are becoming more paranoid about um, this whole situation or more people are beginning to say, the hell with it, I don't really care anymore? What's, it's, what's the it's attitude? Kind of, uh, it's, it's, they're kind of like what I see, okay, for what I see. The people that were paranoid are still paranoid. <laughs> okay? Okay. And the people that weren't, like me, are not paranoid. I, do, I am not afraid of the virus. It's like to me, it could be like the flu. It could be anything. You know, you can. Be, somebody made some kind of comment about you know what disease can we have any other diseases besides COVID? Think about that. What are the diseases? What other illness can we have? Is it only COVID that's here? You know, people are getting sick, but it doesn't mean they're COVID sick. That's the problem. Right. People. And and everybody, you know, there's, the numbers are wrong, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he he mentioned I mean, also about he mentioned he mentioned about the inflated numbers. Doctor Samadhi mentioned about the inflated numbers. I mean, it's 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 obvious that uh, 160 thousand people did not die from from COVID. Oh, and by the way, uh, I, I saw something that was on the news or on Facebook or something with. Uh, yeah. The one who's running for vice president and his running mate. Okay. Uh, yes. The, the, he's going to say that we all have to have, wear uh, masks mandatory <laughs> if he becomes president. <laughs> well, that's something that Dr. Samadhi touched on. And, and one of the things that, that he mentioned is that there's no way that that's going to be implemented. Uh, the American people will not put up with that. 
Good. That's that was that hear. was his. He, yeah, he 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 felt that that that's something. Again, he mentioned quite a bit that everything has been politicized. Everything is politicized. The virus has been politicized. Everything the the man, uh, mandate of the mass has been politicized. Uh, it. It just it's it's out of control when when it comes to the 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 actual virus. It's not it's not it's not focusing on the science. It's focusing on the politics, and that's where we have gone wrong. And 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 the people in power, the people who have um, told us that this is what we need to do have been doing it not because of the science. They've been doing it because of the politics. And that's what we have Here's done. Here's another. We have done. What about, yeah. not, to, so, not to interrupt you, the vaccine. Did he touch on the vaccine? That's what he mentioned. He mentioned that he, he personally does not believe that there will be, there will not be uh, a mandate that if you want to take the va- vaccine, vaccine, then you take it. But there, there's no way that the American people w- would put up with the government mandating. So we got 60 seconds to go. I definitely next week. I want to mention next week we have another interesting guest, uh, and this guest is another doctor. Another doctor, because we want to basically stay on focus, focusing on the current situation. So we want to get another opinion, another different opinion, or maybe the same type of opinion. We'll see. Um, but we'll 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 send out the press release in the beginning of next week, and we will have seven three two five three nine. You have the last word. Well, the last word, I'm just going to wait for next week's show, and I'm going to be on time because you weren't on time today <laughs> with putting it up. <laughs> no, I'm not right. kidding. <laughs> All right. Definitely. So I missed the talk. All right. Have a so good one. Time, God bless I'm America, not... and we'll talk next Okay, honey. All right.